Hi everyone, how we doing? Hope we're good. In today's podcast, I'm going to give you some tips that will help you lose fat while still enjoying a social life. So in my previous podcast, um, we discussed whether or not that was possible. Obviously the answer is yes. And I just touched on a few things to think about um, if, that's your, if that's your goal. Um, today I'm going to go into like give you some actual tips that you can that you can use so that you can kind of get the best of both worlds. You can still have a social life. You can still go out on nights out, um, or you can go go out for meals and still lose lose fat each each week. Um, the last podcast I did last about twelve minutes. This one's probably going to take a bit longer because I'm going to. I think I've got like thirteen points I want to talk about. I'm going to delve into them a wee bit. Um, and hopefully you find that you find it useful. If you're listening on Spotify, however, you can you can speed this up if I'm if I'm speaking too slow for you. Um, if you want the if you just want the points or the the tips that I'm going to discuss, you'll find them in the the show notes as well. Right. If you want me if you want to listen to me going into a bit more detail, um, I'm just about to dive into it. Right. So the the first point, if you have a night out. Um, and you've got a fat loss goal. The first thing that I want you to think about is remember that you've still got a choice, or you still have the option to to make good choices. What I mean by that is that this is really common. Uh, uh, what people do this is if they have something something planned at the weekend. They automatically just kind of throw the towel in. They just kind of go, ah, well, I've got this coming up at the weekend. That's that's my fat loss kind of out the window. That's the, kind of all, all the progress I've made this week's kind of out the window as well. And they've got a kind of defeatist mentality when it comes to it. Uh, that's that's something that's that I see I see quite a lot. And if you kind of throw the towel in right away, if you kind of give up, like before you've even reached the weekend or before you've even went out for your meal or your night out or whatever. Um, you've already kind of gave up subconsciously in your in your head because you know you've got this planned. Um, so it's really really important to remember that you still have the option to go out and make good good choices. We're going to get into with like kind of what choices that you can make later on in this in this podcast. But I, I think before we we do that, it's important just just to remember kind of starts with your with your mindset. Um, just because you've got plans at the weekend, just because you want to have a social life, doesn't mean that you you can kind of give up altogether. Hopefully that, that makes sense. Um, it might not be perfect. Again, we kind of spoke about this in the last podcast episode where, yes, technically, if you didn't have anything on at the, the weekend, you might make quicker progress or like better progress. But making some good choices is better than not making an effort at all. So hopefully that makes sense. And hopefully you kind of think about it like, like that. Also, um, before we, we move on, just think about if it's one one meal or one night out that you've that, that you've got planned, that doesn't automatically have to spiral into a full weekend of like kind of eating and drinking. And again, if 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 it does spiral into that, it might be because you in your head you've kind of gave up because you think you kind of think what's what's the point. So again, try not have that mentality. Try try and remember that you still kind of have the option to make good choices. Right, so next, kind of similar to this is, think um, if if you've got something planned, just think about 
is it really worth it? That um, ask yourself that before you like before like before the weekend. Ask yourself, is it potentially worth like is this night out or this meal or whatever it is, is this worth potentially slowing down your fat loss progress? Sometimes it will be worth it. Sometimes it will a hundred percent be worth it. Whether that's like a, a really special occasion, like I mean an actual special occasion, like a a wedding, a birthday, like some sort of like kind of celebration. Do you know what I mean? You might go out, enjoy yourself and actually have a good time and that's that's absolutely fine. Yes, it might make it it might slow down your, your fat loss progress a wee bit. It might make it your, your progress it might make it a wee bit harder to, to make progress. But again, we're trying to find that balance between enjoying our social life and kind of reaching your fat loss goals. And some special occasions will be absolutely worth kind of slowing down your progress and making it harder. So hopefully that, that makes sense. But also on the, the other hand, there will be some occasions or situations where you need to ask yourself, is it worth it? And the answer will probably be, be no. So whether you're just getting a takeaway for the sake of it, whether you're you're meeting up with pals, but it's not really a special occasion. It's maybe just a quick, it's just a, a catch up, or maybe you've just got it's just the weekend, so you're, you're meeting up for for something to do. And if it isn't worth it, remember you have got got the choice. So just kind of question it. Um, if it's not worth it, if it's not worth kind of slowing down your progress and making it harder, then remember you can make good choices and make your life a bit easier. Again, hopefully that that makes sense. So going on to the actual kind of specific tips that you can hopefully use. So first of all, you can plan ahead and decide what you're having in advance. So if you're going out somewhere where there's a, a menu, you can look at look ahead or you can look at the, the menu in, in advance and then just start to kind of plan what you're going to have. Even if that isn't, so some menus excuse me, some menus might have the, the calorie options on them, some of them might not. Um, obviously, ideally, they, they would have the calories on them, but if they don't, that's still fine. Still, if you're, if you're planning ahead, you're going to hopefully choose a kind of healthier option. I'm going to explain, if, if you're unsure what a healthier option is, I'm going, I'm going to give you more tips later in this, this podcast. And by, by doing that um, in advance, even if you don't know what the calories are, that means you're going to make you're you're more likely to make better choices, as opposed to like see when you get to the restaurant and you can smell the food or you can see other people eating or you just kind of get carried away and before you know it you're like right I'm having like a, a starter a main a dessert or like two starters do you know what I mean? Um, whereas if you plan it in advance before you smell the food and before you're pure starving you're likely to make a, a better choice and hopefully not get carried away. And I hopefully that, that makes sense. So can I plan ahead where, where possible? Right, so this point next um, is to use my fitness pal and track everything accurately. So this is just a suggestion. If you're listening to this and you're thinking, uh, I, I don't use my fitness pal, I don't, I don't track calories, that's fine. Or if you're thinking, if it's one of those nights out that we mentioned where it's a special occasion and you're like, I don't really want to spend time tracking my calories when, I, when I'm out, I want to kind of enjoy myself. Again, that's fine. So it's, it's up to you to kind of pick and choose what, what tips you, you use here. Um, but if you 
track your calories when you're when you're out. It's going to get add a wee kind of extra level of accountability, and it may kind of make you think twice before you kind of have something that's maybe high in calories and make you set you off your, make put you over your your calories. Again, if you think that's that's a bit too much, that's fine. But but the options are, if you can't track accurately, maybe you don't know what what the calories are. It's kind of impossible to to know. Even if you just take an, an educated guess, it's it's better than not tracking at all. Um, so again, if the menus don't have um, the calorie options on them or the, the calorie information, that's fine. You can just take a educated guess. Won't be one hundred percent accurate, but it's better than you know not tracking it at all. And the reason that this works is because it, it just adds another level of accountability. If you if if you're tracking something, that's going to subconsciously make you kind of think twice before you eat something that might put you over your, your calories. It's it's the same idea. If you like, so that they've found with with studies that. People who track their finances subconsciously can spend less because they're tracking what they're spending. The same with um, if when people are weighing themselves, they tend to kind of think twice or think more about their, their diet subconsciously and make better choices. It's the exact same with calorie counting. So again, this might not suit everyone because you might not want to do it when you're on a night out or because you're. Um, because you don't you don't track calories, but the option is there as well. And also, if you're someone who this is really common, um, if you think, well, I'm I'm going out the weekend, I know I'm probably going to eat too much. I'm probably going to go over my calories, and I'd rather not see the damage. You might actually learn quite a lot from doing this because you'll learn, even though like, it's it's good. So that's not, it's not necessarily good, but. Yes, you might you might go over your your calories, but you might actually learn quite a lot from it. You might think right, that that was a lot higher than I than I realised, um, or you might be you might be surprised at certain things that maybe you thought were lower in calories, but they're actually they're actually not. Um, so you 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 learn it. You're not doing it to to make you feel bad. You're just doing it to to help you again stay accountable, but also hopefully kind of learn a thing or two about what you're calories are like at the weekend um it's similar to uh, like people will sometimes only weigh themselves if they think the scale is going to come down maybe like if, if someone's had a kind of heavy weekend they might not want to step in the scale because they, they don't want to see the damage but in reality that might actually give you like the kind of kick up the backside you need to kind of get back on track it's the same with your with your diet You'll probably learn more about your nutrition on your your bad days than you would on your your good days. So again, hopefully that, that makes makes sense. Uh, next, so this tool that you can use is called calorie banking. Um, if you're if if you if you've worked with me before, if you're like a PT client or you've been in any of my, my kind of Facebook groups, or if you follow me on social media, you've probably heard me talk about this before. And this is this is something that's really really useful um and but 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 it only works kind of if if done correctly so i'm going to kind of explain what it is and what it isn't because there's it's, it's one of these things where there's a fine line between kind of doing it right and doing it doing it wrong and i'll just kind of explain expl- explain why so calorie banking 
is when, if you know you're going to eat more calories at the weekend, so most people tend to do that anyway, they tend to eat more when it comes to like Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, but you eat less during the, the week, you can adjust your calories so you can eat less at the weekend, so in order for, uh, you can eat less during the week, I should say, so you can eat more at the weekend. And if that kind of fits your lifestyle and your eating patterns, then that's going to be really, really helpful. Um, so I, a lot of people tend to eat more at the weekend, or they'll eat less during the week. That's for like a few reasons. Obviously, at, at the weekend, if you've got nights out and stuff like that plan, you tend to eat a wee bit more. Um, you might tend to kind of have some more treats, um, like kind of snacks and stuff like that. Whereas in the uh, during the week, maybe because you're you're busy, you've not got as much time to, to eat, and maybe you're not as hungry because you're you're busy, you, you tend to eat less. So doing calorie banking um, would be useful to you, and it, 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 will, it will help. But this is, like, it only works if you're in a, a calorie deficit. So this doesn't mean that you can, like, kind of just starve yourself during the week so you can go out and eat, like, whatever you want during the, the weekend. Um, it only works if you're in a calorie deficit. And also, you don't want to take this to the extreme where you're not eating, or you're eating very little during the week, but then going out eating pure hunters at, at the weekend. That's quite it's um, quite extreme. Um, when, when we're doing this here, so the whole point in this, in, in this podcast is to help you find the balance between um, having a social life and fat loss. So again, that word, that balance, we're trying to kind of balance it out and get the best of both worlds here. Um, there's nothing really balanced about being really, really restrictive to the point where, I know I keep saying you're, you're starving yourself, but you're eating very, very little during the, the week. And it gets to the weekend and you're kind of ripping the arse and going going crazy, like kind of for Friday night to uh, Sunday night. Um, that, isn't, that isn't balance. Yeah, so hopefully that, that makes sense. Um, it's absolutely fine if you eat less during the week and eat more at the weekend. But if your goal is fat loss, you need to do that while you're in a calorie deficit. And you don't want to do it to the point where you're really, really restrictive during the week and then basically binge eating at the, the weekend. Again, so hopefully that, that makes sense. So next, this is kind of like following on from your, like if, from calorie banking. And this is to focus on weekly calories instead of daily calories. So if you count calories, the most kind of common way to do it is to have the same calorie target for every day of the week. Just say, like for example, that um, 2,000 calories. Um, that, might be, that might be quite high for some of these, it might be quite low, but I'm just going to say 2,000 just because it's a, an even number. So the most common way to kind of calorie count is to, I think I've just said this, sorry, but is to like have the same calorie target every day. But as I've just spoke about, if you're someone who tends to eat more at the weekend, then it's, it's absolutely fine to set your calories so they're higher at the, the weekend and a wee bit lower during the, the week. So 2,000 times 7, just 7 days in a week, that's that's 14,000 calories. So if you, set instead of setting a, a daily target, 
um, work out what your weekly target is. So just work it out there. Um, Fourteen thousand. If if your if your daily target is two thousand, then your weekly target would be fourteen thousand, and then you can adjust your calories each day. So like for example, maybe your calories. Let's just off the top of my head, so the numbers probably aren't aren't right, but. Maybe Saturday, Sunday, your your calories are two thousand four hundred, and then Monday to Friday, your your calories are sixteen hundred. Again, those numbers probably aren't aren't correct. I know they probably don't add up to fourteen thousand. Um, but the point I'm trying to make is you can eat less calories Monday to Friday, and then increase them at the at the weekend and as long as you stay under your your weekly target you'll be in a calorie deficit and you still lose fat that that's the whole again this is the whole point about kind of finding um finding balance so i hopefully that that makes sense just to just to recap so instead of setting yourself a, a daily calorie target work out how many calories you want to eat each day times it by seven and that gives you your your weekly target and then you can split that up each day any way that you want it suits you. As long as you stay under your, your weekly target, you'll be in a calorie deficit and you'll make progress. Uh, right, so the, the next point, I'm, I'm just going to kind of run through these now, is to compensate for a bigger meal by either having a, a smaller meal or skipping another meal. Um, aye, so if, if you know that you're going to be going out on a, it doesn't have to be a weekend, but if you know you're going out for a, for a meal, you know it's going to be quite high in calories and they might put you, they might take you out of a calorie deficit. Uh, one thing you can do to compensate from that is to either have smaller meals, either like before or after your bigger meal, or maybe to skip a meal altogether. Um, I, again, there's kind of like a fine line between being really restrictive and um, kind, of, kind of doing this properly so only do that like I don't want you like kind of starving yourself just so you can go out and have a, a bigger meal um that isn't like that 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 that, aye, that isn't that isn't balance at the end of the day um so if you want to just have like kind of, kind of smaller meals um before it that's if that works for you then perfect you don't have to skip a meal um if you if you don't want to if you're someone, if you're listening, you think you know, that probably makes sense. I probably could like skip a meal, still feel okay, and then like have have a bigger meal. That's fine, but um, again, there's a kind of fine line between finding the balance and being a bit too extreme. You don't want to be like starving yourself for pure hours and then going going crazy in the in the evening or anything like that. Um, so the the next point is to maintain high activity levels, and you you'll notice here like a lot of these points now. I'm gonna start kind of like connecting with with the other points that I've that I've touched on. So, take it like take the the weekend for example, just because you have a night out or you're going out for a meal or whatever, um, doesn't mean you have to write off your your full weekend. So going back to that that first point, you still have the option to to make good choices, um, not just good choices with your your diet, but also good choices with your activity levels. So whether that's maintaining a a high step count or maybe that's maintaining a, a higher step count than normal because you're trying to compensate for your extra calories at the, the weekend or whether that's also doing 
doing some workouts as well across the, the weekend. Um, so just because you've got something planned, you've whether that's a meal or a night out, doesn't mean you have to write off the, the whole the whole weekend. You still have like if if it's only one meal or like one kind of kind of afternoon or evening like night out, um, you still have the rest of the weekend to be active and kind of stay stay on track. Um, again, it's about finding the the balance. So what what I don't want you to do is to go to the ex- extreme again, where you're going to the gym and you're trying to burn off like a certain number of calories because maybe the the burger that you had at the weekend had 800 calories in it. So you go to the gym, you like create and you try and burn off 800 calories. Now, again, if if you think about it, that isn't that isn't balanced. That's that's quite extreme. Um, if you don't think that that it seems like extreme, it's um, it's a in my opinion, it's a slippery slope to go down because it's almost like a a borderline like eating disorder. To be honest, like you can't go out and have have a meal without having to think about going and burning it off in the in the gym. That's um, I that's that, that's what people with like kind of anorexia and stuff like that suffer with. Um, so I, I always find there's a fine line between balance and being too too extreme. Hopefully that that makes sense. You don't want to be too extreme. You just want to know that you can hopefully balance out your your social life um, with your your fat loss targets, and hopefully you can do that by making good choices. Uh, whether that's kind of eating smaller meals around your your night out, whether that's increasing your activity levels, but such as your your step count or your uh, workouts uh, within reason, obviously. And again, go back to that first point. Don't just write off a, a full weekend. So there's a difference between someone who see like two, like two people go on the same night out. Um, one person kind of writes off the whole weekend because they're they're buzzing for it. Um, beforehand they're, they're pure buzzing and then the next day they're kind of lying in bed hungover all day and they, they, they order a, a Chinese whereas the second person is still buzzing for the, for the night out but they go, go to the gym before it um, and then the, the next day they might be hungover but they, they go a walk to kind of freshen up a wee bit hopefully and they, they kind of might eat more calories but they're a bit more kind of balanced um, that's two people on on the same night out, um, but the the whole weekends are kind of kind of different, aren't they? So you you think you'd imagine the second person's kind of got the best of both worlds and is a bit more balanced. Hopefully that that makes sense. Um, I so try to stay active is better than creating off a full weekend. Um, it's not just kind of one meal that makes or breaks your diet. It's how you spend your your whole weekend that's going to have more of an impact. Right, so next is to base your meals around uh, protein and vegetables. If you're going out, so going back to a point earlier, um, when I said you might not know kind of how to make good choices, if you pick a meal that's high in protein and has got at least one or two like kind of decent servings of vegetables, that's a really good starting point. You can't really like, you can still go wrong, but um, that, that, that's a really good starting point for kind of creating a, a decent meal on, on a night out. Um, I'm not going to go into what, what kind of serving of protein and veg, vegetables are just now. Um, I've, I've covered that in other videos, but if you uh, if you base your meals around protein and 
vegetables, you'll be on the, the right track. Another tip is to swap out carbs for vegetables. So carbs aren't um, bad for you or anything like that. Um, they just tend not to fill you up as much as protein and vegetables. So protein is good for you because it's good for your, your muscles. So if you've got a, if you're going to the gym, it's going to help you get better results. If you get a decent amount of protein each day, uh, vegetables are good for you for, for health reasons. Um, but both of them also help you stay fuller for for longer, whereas carbs don't really have have that effect. So, um, you you can also do this. If I, I'll, I'll go back. So, I, if you base your meals around protein and vegetables, and instead of having a, a serving of carbs, you can maybe double up on your vegetables as well. So, so that will have the effect of lowering your, your calories, but also helping you stay fuller for for longer. Yeah, and this also applies actually not just to your, like if, if you're going out for a meal, this doesn't just apply to that, but this can also apply to like before or after your night out. So if you're looking to kind of save calories a wee bit, you can base your meals around protein and veggies, and you can either cut out carbs altogether or just kind of swap them for, for vegetables. Um, that's going to help you lower, lower your calories, whether that's before or after your your meal or during the actual kind of night out of the meal itself. Hopefully that, that makes sense. Uh, something else you can do is to, so just a really kind of simple way of reducing your calories, is to choose lean meats instead of fattier cuts. So any meat which is kind of low in fat, is going to be low on calories, so it means you're, you're still having a good serving of protein, hopefully you're still having a, a nice meal, but you've just kind of reduced the, the fat content in it. So instead of having like a kind of fatty cut of chicken, like a, know, like a drumstick or like chicken wings or something like that, having chicken breast or chicken thighs is probably going to be low on calories. That's the same for like any type of meat at all, so like bacon, um, having bacon medallions instead of the, the kind of full fat versions. It applies for the sausages, meat, um, beef, sorry, um, beef, pork, turkey, anything like that. Um, if you go for the kind of cleaner options, really simple way to reduce your calories. Another simple tip is to, if you're going out for a meal, is to limit the amount of add-ons that you have. So by add-ons, I mean the amount of starters, the amount of sides, the amount of desserts, so even like potentially the amount of drinks that you have as well. If you kind of limit those, um, it's just a really kind of simple way of reducing your calorie intake. So instead of getting a starter, a main and a dessert, maybe just have a, a main and a side salad. That, that's just an example off, off the top of my head. But if you set yourself a, a rule that you need to stick to, so maybe it's like a, a starter, and uh, a main but no dessert again it's, it's your choice make it work for you um that's just another simple way of still going out but still having having balance and still hopefully being in a, a calorie deficit and working towards your, your fat loss goal all right so just uh, two more points the second last one is to eat high volume foods which are low calories and um, will help you stay fuller for, for longer um, by High volume foods, it's basically just um, vegetables. So vegetables are high in fiber and so that helps you stay fuller for longer. 
but then they're also high volume, so it means that you have to eat, but so you don't have to eat, but they're, they're low in calories and they're high volume, so you can eat a lot of them without um, going over your, your calories. Um, eating high, high volume foods is going to help you stay fuller, as I just said, so one, because they're high in fibre, but two, because you need to eat, or because you can eat more of them, um, that's actually going to help your, that's going to fill up your stomach, so that's going to help you stay filler for, for longer. Um, there's, there's other foods where they don't really fill you up, <clears throat> so you can just kind of keep keep eating and eating. They're quite calorie dense, um, whereas high volume foods, they, they aren't calorie dense. You can eat a lot of them um, for not that many, for, for, for kind of less, lesser calories. Hopefully that that makes sense. So that that's why that's another reason why swapping carbs out for for vegetables can can help. Uh, one, you're reducing your calories, but you're still you're, you're still eating, and that activating um, is going to help you stay fuller for for longer. Because sometimes if you're trying not to to eat, um, if your stomach's empty, you're just going to feel feel hungry. Whereas if you're eating something that's low calorie, um, such as a, a salad, it's going to help you actually. F- feel full because your stomach is a wee bit, wee bit fuller. Uh, the last point, uh, so this is this is optional again, so like uh, all of these points here are completely optional, you can kind of pick and choose the ones which are going to work for yourself, is to try fasting. So you may have heard about fasting before, basically all you do is set yourself an eating window and say like, I can only eat between these times and stick to it. Yeah, so you might you might fast for if there's, if there's twenty four hours in a day, you might fast for eighteen hours, and then you've only got six hours to to eat, or you might fast for sixteen hours, <clears throat> sorry, and you've got eight hours to to eat. Um, but you need to stick to that that kind of eat, eating window. Um, again, this only works. This doesn't give you a license to eat whatever you you want. Um, this only works if you're still in a calorie deficit, but giving yourself a kind of eating window might help you. Like, so for example, if you know that you're, so th- this th- this can apply not not just to the the weekends, but kind of during the week as well. So for example, if you know that you tend to eat more at night, like after eight o'clock, well, you can set yourself uh, an eating window so that you can't eat after eight. You can only eat between twelve and eight, or if it's six o'clock, like between 12 and six, something like that. Um, not not that eating after six or eating after eight is bad, but if you know that's when you tend to kind of snack and eat more, like set, set yourself a target of not eating after that that time. Um, this could work for a, a night out as well. So you might just say, right, I'm going to stop eating after eight o'clock or maybe depending on what time you go out, you're not going to eat until after, you can't eat after like 10 o'clock or something like that. Um, but I hopefully that that makes sense, and as I said, that 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 that, that could be used kind of during the week as well, and it only works if you're still in a calorie deficit. Um, if you say, for example, your target is like two thousand calories again, but during your eating window you eat three thousand calories, you're not going to be a calorie deficit, so it's not going to to work. All right, so hopefully that helps everyone. Hopefully you found that useful and helpful. As always, if you've got any questions about any of it, just let me know. Also, if you're interested, I've got a food swap guide. So 
if, if you're interested in other food swaps that you can make in order to reduce your calorie intake while still eating foods which are like kind of nice, um, I've got a free food swap guide that you can download. Um, it just it just gives you like some some kind of easy swaps that you can make in your in your diet. Um, I'll leave the link to download that in the, the show notes, and I'll speak to you later. Cheers.